The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus answered and said unto the Jews, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that he himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these, that ye may marvel. For as the Father raiseth up the dead, and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father which, which hath sent him. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice, and shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. God has made us his people through our baptism into Christ. Our Savior Jesus Christ has destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Let us remember with thanksgiving what God has done both for and through his servant Luella. Luella was given life by her creator and was born on October 20th, 1927 in Meeker County to Edward and Frieda Blumke. On November 13th, 1927, she received the gift of holy baptism and became a child of God. On March 29th, 1942, she publicly confessed her faith, was confirmed, and began to receive the precious gift of the Lord's life-giving body and blood. Luella attended Union Grade School near North Kingston for just over two years before attending Fairhaven Grade School through the eighth grade. She graduated from Kimball High School with the class of 1945. She then moved to Minneapolis where she worked for Gamble Scogmo for 40 years. On September 2, 1950, Luella was married to Donald Kell in Mason City, Iowa. After his death, she was united in marriage to Leroy Lofgren on August 10, 1967, at Golden Valley Lutheran Church in Golden Valley. In 1986, Luella and Leroy returned to Fairhaven Township, where they built a home on Lake Marie. In her retirement, Luella kept busy at Concordia Lutheran Church for several years as financial secretary and a member of the LWML. She also volunteered at the Kimball Food Shelf. Luella was a member of the Fairhaven Lions Club and the Kimball American Legion Post 261 Auxiliary. She enjoyed regularly attending church and Bible study, bowling, accumulating many trophies, playing Scrabble, watching the birds, working crossword puzzles, and watching the Minnesota Twins. Luella is survived by her sister Jeanette, nine nieces and nephews, 
eight great nieces and nephews, 18 great nieces and nephews, 36 great great nieces and nephews, many great 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 nieces and nephews, four special godchildren, Jackie, Melva, Bradley, and Dennis, three stepchildren, seven step grandchildren, and many step great grandchildren, sister in law Noreen, and many cousins. She was preceded in death by her parents, husbands Donald, who died in 1964, and Leroy, who died in 2008, brothers Floyd and Gerhardt, sister Lillian, sisters-in-law Adeline and Gladys and Oriet, brothers-in-law Reuben and Franklin, beloved niece Vicky, and step-grandson Eric. Finally, on December 27, 2022, God blessed Luella with a holy death and took her home to rest in the arms of Jesus to await the resurrection of the dead. We give thanks to God our Father through Jesus Christ our Lord for our sister Luella. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I can personally vouch for that bit of the obituary that describes the things that Luella enjoyed. You all know what this was like, but every time I stopped over to see her, there was a crossword, probably two crosswords on the table, one for her and one for Jan. There were birds at the bird feeder, and if the twins were playing, they were on the TV without fail. And she loved Scrabble, really kind of tragic. Uh, We had plans to play Scrabble together, she and Jan and I, the week before Christmas. Didn't work out, probably for the best, I'm pretty competitive and lose pretty competitive. And when she beat me, it would not have been pretty. We'll have something to look forward to yet. But did you notice this about the obituary? What a wonderful obituary. Those things that she loved, her family and friends that she loved, all listed there. And at the center, her life in Christ. She loved church and Bible study. She loved her Savior. And that was thematic every time I stopped over. Of course, I'm a pastor, so we're going to talk about the Bible. But she was always glad to talk about the Bible, to talk about her Savior, to talk about what was most important. And that is why a couple of years ago, or about a year and a half ago now, when Lou had COVID and she was in the hospital, and I stopped to see her, and it was what you would expect. I had to suit up to go into the room, and there's poor Lou sitting there, laying there in bed, Wondering what's going to happen next. I'm wondering what's going to happen next. But she looked me in the eye and she said to me these marvelous words. They've stuck with me. I've probably said them to many of you already, repeated them. But she said, Pastor, I don't know what's going to happen. But I figure if I go home, I'm going home. And if I don't go home, I'm still going home. That was amazing to hear. I shouldn't have been surprised. Lou was a faithful woman. But here's the question for you to take up today. How could she have been so cool about it? I don't know if you've used that word to describe Lou, but that's what I would use to describe her, cool. How could she be so cool about her mortality, about dying, about sickness, about looking back over her life? How could she be so cool about it? The answer is very simple. And it is the answer that underlies everything that we do here in church. She loved her Savior. By faith in Jesus Christ, she could look everything in the eye. Trouble, trials, grief, even death itself. She could look it all in the eye 
and be cool about it. Because she knew that her Savior was keeping her close. She knew, above all else, what her Savior had done for her. She knew, above all else, that precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. But even those last moments, as one takes the last breath, your Savior is not far from you, but closer than ever. Your Savior is not far from you, but ready to receive you graciously into his heavenly kingdom. That's, that's what made Lou so cool about everything. Now, we heard in our gospel lesson how this works, how it can be that anyone can face death with confidence. You heard how it works. After all, God has sent his Son into the world. It is not a small thing. This is what we celebrated at Christmas, that God himself took on human flesh, that God himself became a man so that he could live and die for us. And then God the Father hands over to the Son, Jesus Christ, your brother and mine, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You heard it in the Gospel of John. The Father judges no one. Instead, he has committed every judgment unto the Son. That is to say, it's up to Jesus. What happens to you and me? It's up to Jesus. What happens to Lou? So how is Jesus going to decide? How is he going to make his judgment? It's in going to the cross. It's in having nails pierced through his hands and feet. It's in having a crown of thorns placed on his head. It's in suffering every insult and every kind of abuse. It's in bearing on his shoulders your sins and mine and lose as well. It's in doing that, in dying, in him, in Jesus, breathing his last and being laid in the grave. It's in that that Jesus renders his judgment. He wouldn't do that for people he did not love. He would not do that for people he intended to cast into hell, but for people he intends to save. For poor, miserable sinners like you and me. For a poor, miserable sinner like Lou. She was never shy about confessing her sins at that point in the liturgy. I'd come and bring her communion, and she would confess. I, a poor, miserable sinner. And then she would hear those gracious words of her Savior, your sins are forgiven for the sake of Jesus Christ, who died and rose for you. So that this precious verse, which is the verse printed on the back of that little, nice little folder from the funeral home, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word, that is Lou, who has heard the words of her Savior, who has heard that her sins are forgiven for Christ's sake, shall not come into condemnation, but is already passed from death to life. That's what makes a day like today kind of confusing, honestly, because frankly, Lou already died long ago. When she was baptized into her Savior's death, when she rose with him through the waters of baptism, she had already passed from death to life. Already, 95 years ago, she's been living eternal life. That's an amazing thing. And that is the reason why she should, could be so cool about everything. She knew she had heaven. She knew she had her Savior. She knew the voice of her Savior, of her good shepherd. That's the goal in our lives as Christians is to become more and more familiar with the voice of our shepherd so that these words will be true that John speaks, that John repeats from Jesus. The hour is coming and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and they that hear shall live. Why? 
because they know, they recognize the voice of their shepherd. That's Luke. So we put her to rest today, and really it is that. It is rest. It is not a final farewell. It is not goodbye forever. Do not try to console yourselves with trite comforts. Don't say things like, well, she lived a good long life and it was her time. Don't say things like that. Instead, rejoice in this. That even after 95 years, she's still trusting in her Savior. Even now, as we lay her body into the ground, she's still trusting in her Savior. And that one day, the trumpets will sound and the voice of the archangel will come and all the dead will rise and Lou will be glorified. And what she had long been waiting for will finally be delivered to her. Praise God that he has been so gracious to his daughter Lou, that he's been so gracious to us. Praise God that he blessed us with her life and praise God that he continues to bless her even in death. Thank God that he sent his son to die for us. Treasure that in your hearts. Hold on to that today. Use those words to comfort one another in the days ahead. There are lots of tears that remain to be shed in the days ahead, that's for sure. But hold on to this promise, that the Savior who is holding Luella close in his arms right now is the same Savior who has promised to one day wipe away every tear from your eyes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.